Are you looking for a better way to play player props or daily fantasy sports? Well, look no further than Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the leading over under daily fantasy game. Why? Because it's so easy to use and win. You can make your picks in under 30 seconds and win up to 10 times your money in one day. Right now, we have a special offer for our viewers and listeners of the NBA Exchange. All you got to do is sign up now and use the promo code NBAEX. Prize picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Yep, that's right. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. So join the over 150,000 others who found a better way to play and download the Prize Picks app today. Peace, peace. You know what it is. Shamir S-K-Y-Z-O-O Skazoo, live out the borough. And this is the NBA Exchange with my man Dexter Henry. You know how you're doing it, man. Log on, tap in. Let's get into it. What's good, everybody? Happy holidays. We are coming to you on Christmas Eve. Dexter Henry, host of the NBA Exchange. And holidays are right upon us. That means NBA Christmas Day games are here tomorrow. Or will they be? Who who knows what's going to happen in this world of COVID? But for this episode, we're doing a special thing. A little friends miss. We're going to spread some love around with the friends talking some NBA basketball. So I got my guys with me. You know most of them. You've seen them. They've all been on the show. In fact, Murph, Jamal Murphy, he was on the show earlier this week, and he's coming back. First up, let me introduce, though, my man from the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. He's probably salty because the Miami Heat did not have a Christmas Day game. We all know that he's upset about that. That is Brian Fonseca. Brian, you're shaking your head, lying to us, but we all know it's true. What's going on, man? This low hanging fruit shit is gonna stop someday. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't like I don't like the the friends miss energy. You know what I mean? Just going right to the heat. I would have preferred you said that Brian is not happy with Duncan Robinson because, as you know, I was not necessarily for that ninety million dollar contract that Max Struess is already uh, outplaying him for. So how you going? How you going to tell me to not come with the energy that you say some shit that makes you absolutely sound like a Heat fan? Yeah, because you. Okay. But here's the thing. You okay. know, I'm not for the let's overpay the guy who's really good at one You're thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, He's a Heat fan, folks. It just doesn't He's make sense. Fan. But, yeah, yo, other than that, smooth and solid, uh, <laughs> out here doing a lot of different shit, working, and, uh, yeah, capping capping off what's, what started off as a rocky 2021 to a pretty good one, you know, all uh, pandemic stuff aside, which is hard to put aside. At this point. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you have some good, good uh, friends with Angie. Next up. Uh, my man, you see him here with me every Wednesday on the show doing NBA with Nuance. I wonder if he has some Christmas hot takes. That is Gerard Hector. Gerard, what's up, man? What's up, man? You know we don't do no hot takes. Although I will say this lovely friends, Miss Energy. I love the vibe and the idea. I came in hot because I thought y'all were talking bad about my mans on some verses. So I was really like, oh, be, but you wasn't. Y'all was cool. Y'all was cool. So I'm going to keep that same cool flow, friends, Miss Energy going on here. He's talking about his love for Kanye, which is pretty much. <laughs> oh, I didn't think you were going to say the name. <laughs> I, I, I have no problem saying who it is, right? Like I can separate the artist from you know the person, like musically, from the MAGA, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, musically. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, he's MAGA. That is what that is. But musically, you can't really say nothing bad about dude musically, right? Like, I mean, so you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, see, you can see, Brian, you see, because Brian, Brian over here nitpicking now. Here we go. Here we go. He Brian nitpicking. And, 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 and that's the thing. And Brian, Brian only cares about angry rap. That, that's, that's, that's his thing. He needs angry rap. That's true. Did you look at my top 100? The top song there was a fucking love song by Osuna that's not even in English. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. I'm uh-huh. out here. Uh-huh. I have Jamala in my top 100. Yeah, yeah. He's a Ukrainian okay. singer. Top, top 100. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that was no, no, Spotify ranks 100, 100 songs. 100. Yeah. It, yeah, was it was 100. 100. It was 100. <laughs> no, no, Jamala was very high up. I love that fucking song. Uh, who was, B, B, who was number one? Freddie Osuna. Gibbs. Keep it real. Osuna. Oh. Tiempo. Yep, Tiempo. <laughs> Which means weather. Last but not least, uh, my man, he rocked me on the show earlier this week. 
You know him as a black Italian. My man, Jamal Murphy. Murph, I know you're bringing that good Christmas energy. I don't really have anything to say about you that, you know, would be uh, like Brian. You're not rooting for any teams. Maybe you're hoping that the uh, the Knicks uh, don't have another uh, outbreak of the mm. team that are able to, to look good. But nobody wants to bet on that. I'm good, man. Uh, you know, I had a rough, <laughs> long night last night watching my wife uh, rap presents, you know. Um, <laughs> He's not watching her. He wasn't, just, <laughs> he, he, he not, wasn't helping. I had, to give her, I had to give her moral support, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm just not good. I'm not good at, like, you no, know, cutting in a straight line and uh, all it's that the kind same of stuff. Me. You wanna, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this on the show, but I have not wrapped uh, the wife's gifts yet, and ooh, I don't ooh. plan to do any wrapping. This is going in a gift bag. Y'all can judge me all you want for that, but I'm not down with the rapping. No, 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 no. Wow. No judgment. No judgment. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yo, by the way, not terrible at rapping. My mom's nice. Like, my mom's yeah. nice with this. So, like, maybe it's a thing that kind of, but, you know, not terrible. You, you not see, rough, you, you, you see he's nice too. I ain't getting none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't get the rapping cheese. <laughs> I mean, here's, here's what I'll say. I'm not nice, but I will waste too much paper on one Yeah, year, right? see, that's my thing, Gerard. Like, I'm, I can get it done, but I'm pretty inefficient. Right? Yeah, very, like, yes. I'm the Jordan Clarkson of gift wrapping. See, you know they, I was going to get get to the basketball. Oh, wow. I'm not KD with the efficiency on wrapping. Right. Not even, <laughs> not even close. And Gerard, also, also with the Larry, Larry Bird of uh, gift wrapping. Listen, chill, chill. Only I mean, oh my God, he can, he can do it all. I don't know. <laughs> chill, <laughs> see, 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 y'all, Gerard, y'all Gerard, you got to keep that same Kanye energy for Kyrie. That's all I got to say. I mean, we're we gonna get to Kyrie in a minute. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna get to, we, 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 are we? Is he playing? shenanigans going on with the nba we'll see we, yeah all right so it's a lot going on with the nba um start <laughs> christmas day I, I don't know where to start with these christmas day games guys because there's so much to talk about in terms of we at one point this week's like are they even going to have these games but then you should have kind of known it's the nba they're going to have to get this money train going they want these games to to happen um i like brian and i were talking about this before the show Anybody really excited for these games? Because right now, I'm kind of like, mm, I, I don't know. I mean, is there a matchup you're excited for? Because I don't know where to start. What are we excited for on Saturday? I mean, I'll say this. I, of course, we gave this season like everybody else. When the schedule came out, I was like, yo, this is a fire five-game schedule, right? You were like, I'm, this is going to be, you know, dawn till dusk, we doing this. Then the COVID outbreak happened, and it's like, all right, well, the one game that still is going to matter because they're mostly healthy and, and in terms of health and safety protocols is going to be Phoenix and Golden State. Now, of course, Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole are in health and safety protocols, and that's two-fifths of their starting lineup, so that kind of still hurts them. But still got Steph, still got Draymond, right? And so that's going to be worse. And Curry just dropped 46 last night. So, you know, I think that game will still be one that is, that is worth watching. And the other two, the other four, four games will be, there'll be something in each of them that's interesting. We shall see. You got any of you guys excited about anything else? I'm kind of with Gerard on this, like not very much except for that one. That like to me, I love that that game between the Warriors and Suns is in the middle of the schedule. I believe it's in the middle of the schedule. Yeah, yes, third game. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the main event because before that, I mean, look, I'll probably tune into Knicks Hawks because it's the first one, right? And then every other game is question marks. And then with Utah and Dallas, like even right now, we're going to talk about like those games in particular later. But the spread is double figures. Yeah, Luka Doncic is probably not going to play, and like that's I usually by that point, the fifth game is tough for me to sort of stay up and tune into anyway. But that one, I'm just not gonna like you know you know have have fun, Donovan Mitchell and everybody else there because <laughs> Luca ain't there, and if Luca ain't there, I'm not even gonna try to watch the Mavericks try to figure it out without him there. So yeah, everybody talking about getting knocked out early before that before that game. <laughs> Mar- Murph, you, uh, is there anything you're excited about here? Are you are you, are you, are you you're rubbing your chin? So it looks like you're struggling to figure. Yeah, it out. I mean, excited is a strong word, <laughs> and, I, I, and I, it's you know a lot of it has to do with the COVID situation in basketball, but a lot of it has to do with just COVID in general. I'm mean, just it's taking some of the excitement out of Christmas. It's in general, you know, like people who were going to, I was supposed to travel and be in LA. I'm not, I'm, I'm still here in uh, Brooklyn. So, you know, the excitement aspect of it, you know, not so much, but, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy that they're, that they're playing games. They'll give me some form of entertainment. Um, I cannot believe I'm looking at these games. I cannot believe is that the Lakers are a favorite. 
Uh, last I last I saw, they were is anywhere between half a point and one point. Yeah. Maybe a I don't think they should be a favorite against anybody. I don't, you know, <laughs> like that. That just, that just when you talk about di- disappointing matchups. Uh, Gerard's talking about you know when you looked at the beginning of the year. I mean, the, you know, the Knicks have been a disappointment. Uh, the Lakers are huge disappointments. So you know, a couple of these teams probably shouldn't even be. I mean, got Dallas, blown out like, last night in the last game at the Staples Center. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a disaster. So I'm sure we'll get into this though. Yeah, so we'll get into this. Okay, let's let let's just go, let, you know since we all much be excited about, let's go in a game day order, right? Mm-hmm. Let's start with when we will all hopefully be awake. Uh, open some gifts. <laughs> Me probably sipping on a little wine early. That's how I like to get down. First game: Hawks Knicks. We thought this was look when you saw this matchup in the beginning, you were like, man, this is going to be good. Trey Young coming back to the Garden. Knicks fans are going to be pumped and booing him. The Knicks have started to get a little bit of guys back from health and safety protocols. But Trey Young, as of right now, we're recording this, uh, is out in health and safety protocols. Uh, we got Clint Capella out too. They brought back my man Lance Stevenson. He's now playing with the Hawks again. I guess good to see Brooklyn stand up. But uh, I'm, maybe that's not good to see. I don't know. Um, yo, I'm only. I'm going to be honest. As much as I love the NBA guys. I'm only watching this game for one reason. I'm a long-suffering Knicks fan. True. I wouldn't watch this game if I wasn't wasn't a Knicks fan, if I'm being completely honest. I wouldn't watch this game. But is there anything to get us to be interested at noon on Christmas Day to tune into this matchup? So what 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 is there to grab you in other than that? I mean, unless Trey Young makes some Game time decision, and he he comes back and clears protocols or something. I That'd be a real fast clear. I could, I could see it. You know what? Okay, no, 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 Let's not stop there. Murph, <laughs> you, can, you can see it. Let's go into why. Why, Murph? I mean, well, how many how many days has he has he been out? I can't. It's been a while, right? I believe it's five. five. Oh, so then, then it might work because yeah. the NBA and the MBPA have agreed to what six days now right. instead of ten. So it could it could happen. Right. They've agreed to six days. Right. Of Indeed. course, I'm surprised he's he's already not cleared. Did did we already hear about KD? Was that the, not not yet? Not haven't yet. heard about him yet. Nothing yet. Um, He'll probably play. Yeah, so, you know, I think, I mean, I, I'm not full-blown conspiracy theorist in terms of uh, the NBA <laughs> earlier. Um, you know, the the science is kind of going this way. You, you listen to doctors, even they'll say, uh, you know, first of all, we, you have to adjust, you know, how, how we live, you know, during this pandemic as we learn more. So I get it. And, and in terms of uh, Omicron, it's not supposed to be as you know, serious on vaccinated play on vaccinated people, in particular if you're boosted. So there is science behind it. Um, it is, but it, of course, it is kind of fishy when it comes right up against Christmas that they're changing uh-huh. this kind of rule. <laughs> um, everybody knows that's their biggest game. Um, but you know, put all that together, and that's why I say I could, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Trey Young comes back. All right. Okay. I mean, you know, I, I'm with Murph on this. Look, I'm not going to go conspiracy theory, but y'all do know, and y'all know how I rock with this. The capitalist machine stops for no man. All right. Like, that is what this is about. It's that money train. These billionaire owners have lost money the last two seasons, right? They, they already told Adam, we're not doing this again, my guy, like for season three. So I don't care what you got to do. We are not stopping this season. And to Murph's point, there are a few days that are highlights on the NBA's calendar. Christmas, uh, Christmas Day Showcase, All-Star Weekend, NBA Finals, right? Those three uh, periods are their highlight days. They are not messing up the TV money because let's not also forget, they're negotiating a new TV deal. It's coming up due soon. So they got to have these numbers looking correct. So it would not surprise me at all if come, because they, they shorten it from 10 to 6, if all of a sudden toward the end of today, early tomorrow morning, we start getting some Woj and Sham bombs. Kevin Durant magically clears player protocol. Giannis Antetokounmpo clears protocol. Trey Young clears protocol, right? I, again, I'm not saying it's a full-blown conspiracy. I'm just saying the NBA, more than any other league, sells its stars in its matchups, and they need the names to be on the court. They absolutely do. Brian, are you are you have any uh, First of anything all, you should be got, okay, you got something to say. Go ahead. Remember, Gerard, Giannis won the NBA title while having COVID. I mean, I was going to say, well, I mean, you know, I ain't going to say, say, but I mean, you know, what are the chances his brother, who he spends all his time with, had COVID and he didn't get it? 
anyway i don't know like and there's something that's gonna feel very dirty to me if and when that happens where like we start seeing tweets later on today about guys all of a sudden being clear tomorrow because the nba has really shown their ass on this the entire way like they're really focused on keeping christmas intact and trying to have some sort of star power for this event and that's been the focus all i guess of these three, four weeks that we've sort of built up to this in recent time where COVID's really been a factor uh, in terms of player absences and things like that. Yeah, like they really want to get this show going. So I think that and then, you know, as far as like uh, the return aspect of how that would affect this particular game, you know, Trey Young is the one I'd be looking at because, yes, we want to see Trey Young if he's healthy you know, out there and antagonizing Nick fans and ruining their Christmas, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, or Nick fans ruining it for Trey Young and really giving it to him in a way that's, you know, that's all right and not sort of some of the things that we saw in select instances in the playoffs where people were like spitting on him and shit. We don't want to see that on December 20th, nah, nah, especially nah. during a pandemic. Don't spit on anyone in general. Uh, unless you're about to fight, maybe. But not during a <laughs> unless pandemic. You're about to fight. You know? Unless you're about to fight them? Oh, I've spit on somebody before, before I fought them before. Now, Grant, yeah, we got, look, we got, yeah, let's, no, let's here, look, look, I, I was also, I was Why also, am I, not surprised? I was Why also, am I not surprised? the kid's name was Jordan. I remember this. And I was also very young. I was also like 10, 10 or 11. I was in elementary school. I mean, here, here, here's, here's the, the, the note, kids. If spit is a part of anything happening towards another human being, them hands best me up, and you best be ready to fight. Okay, oh, won, like I, that one. I won that one for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won was most of them. You, was there one when you spit at somebody and then you lost two? No, that was the only. That was the only person I spit at. That was the only one. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he fucking nah. He deserved that shit. He pissed like I'm not. I'm not even gonna get you it. He deserved it. Whatever. I'm like, yo, he really, he really. I remember he said something that really pissed me off. Some girl tried to break us up. Did, yeah. Yo, look, look yo. at it. Look, look, look at that face. Well, well, Dex. I mean, but before we yeah. get into the, you guys saw what happened to um to Austin Rivers a couple nights ago, right? Where he got them Oklahoma City fans tossed up out of the game because they kept getting on him and his about his brother, about his um his dad, obviously being Doc and his sister and all that. Like you guys are with that though, right? Like there's a line you know not to cross, like yeah. when you're talking to somebody, like or else. Again, again, Gerard, regards to the spinning thing, I was 10, okay? (laughs) Like, it's not something I would do now. So, like, yes, there's a lot. If you're a fan, if you pay for it, if you pay for a ticket, no, you're not liable to just do whatever you want. Like, yo, you still got to, as Greg Popovich once said, respect the game. So, I think, I think, uh, I think that, like, because LeBron is a good example of this, right? We saw him not that long ago. I don't remember if they were playing the Pacers. Yes, was Pacers, it? yeah. Pacers, yeah. So we saw a, like not that long ago where he got those fans pulled out. And it's like oh, LeBron, okay. of anyone in the NBA, probably puts up with the most shit, right, out of any player in terms of fans and things like that. Like for him to want to pull somebody out, then that says something, that that person evidently you crossed the line. Because I'm sure yeah. LeBron has a line. Where it's like, you know, whatever, I suck, I'm trash. Like, he doesn't care about that. But they probably, I, we saw reports that, that they said, like, they wished death on his son or whatever. And look, LeBron, yeah, like most families, people, they're not playing wild right now. Any family stuff is crossing the line. All right, but to yeah. this game, who do we like to win this game? We got to make a pick on this. You see the Knicks, uh, six point favorite. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know. I don't even know if I want to pick this game. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, you know what? Because they home, I'm going to give it to the Knicks. They're playing well. Also, you know what? Shout out to Kemba Walker. What a yes. true professional, man. Like, homie got benched. Because, you know, look, the realities are what they were. COVID protocols happened. He had to ride Kemba the last few games, 35, 40. Like, I mean, he's doing his thing. So, I hope he cooks on Christmas night. I'm going to go Knicks on this one. All right. Going going Knicks on that. Murph, Murph, who you got in this game? I'm going to go the other way, and, and for this, I'm going to go opposite Gerard. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the Hawks because the Knicks are home. They're, they're, I think they're 6-11 <laughs> at home, 8-7 and seven on the road. Uh, so I'm going to go to Hawks. I don't even really care who they got out there. They do. The Hawks do have a lot of talent, you know, even a lot of young talent. It's just a question of uh, getting them to play hard. They played hard last night, got a victory uh, at Philadelphia, which was kind of surprising but the yeah, way they played. Win the way they played the day before. Uh, so, and then, you know, I'll, I'm going to leave open the, the, the chance that Trey Young miraculously comes back. So I'm going to pick the Hawks in this game. Yeah, Brian, who you got in this game? 
I, I wish I enjoyed watching the Knicks more this year. So I hope that that sort of changes because like you, <laughs> <laughs> yo, like last game, I texted you during the game. I was like, Julius Randle just has some stretches of play where I'm, I just get very annoyed at watching him just <laughs> sort of plot there and, you know, just stop the ball entirely like worse than he was doing last year. It's kind of reverted back to what he was doing two years ago in some regard. Um, look, I was saying that they shouldn't have benched Kemba in terms of like not playing him at all. I thought that he should have stayed in the rotation at least. I didn't think a full-on benching because evidently he wasn't the problem defensively. Like they have a lot bigger problems than just that. And he comes in and they've been sort of riding him offensively. I don't think it's something that's going to last forever, but I do think that he's going to keep it going. And you know what? I'm going to just give the Knicks this one. They need a home win very badly. Mm -hmm. Um, They need a good Julius Randle game in the flow of the game, not just numerically. And uh, I don't think Kemba's going to get 44 again, but honestly, you shouldn't need him to. Like, you have enough there. Obi Toppin's back. Play him more. Like, you have mm. enough there where you can you, where you can get him. Yeah, Obi Toppin, some of the numbers Obi, on o- him. Obi got to get all the minutes right now. Like, he's on, young, off man. Let numbers, him play. Yeah, his on-off numbers are really good. Um, Like, I, I, the Randall Toppin minutes are, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm still trying to fall in love with them. I haven't gotten there yet. But, um. Look, that may be a conversation for another day if you have to pick one, but I will give the Knicks the win uh, for right now. For Man, you know Tibbs. You know Tibbs don't believe in on-off numbers. You know that because the minute the minute Obi does something one half thing wrong, he on bench him for the rest of the game. I mean, look, they are imperfect, but at the same time, it's like I feel like at the end of the season, you may have to open up the discussion if this continues and be like, hmm. You know, oh, I'm a big believer in on-off numbers. I just think Tibbs is, you know, he's Tibbs. Yeah, we'll 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 see, we'll see what they do. Okay, let's move, let's move on to the next game. Anybody excited about this one? Celtics versus Bucks. Um, Who's playing? <laughs> well, well, maybe Giannis makes a miraculous return as well uh, for this one. The Celtics should have Tatum and Brown. Um, that bodes well for them. I think it really comes down will the Bucks have Giannis or not. And Giannis, I think, has been out seven or eight days, I believe. That's fine. Yeah, something like that. Uh, with, with, with protocol, so we'll see if he comes back. Uh, any excitement for this matchup, and who do you think is going to win? There's something I'm looking forward to in this matchup, actually, and it's yes, their big three isn't hold, but I'm looking at strength on strength in this game, right? I'm looking at Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton defensively against Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I'm very curious to see how that those two matchups play out, right? Because at some point, uh, Drew is going to be on either Jalen and or and or Jason, and I want to see that because Drew Holiday. Forever known one of the, the best permanent defenders in the league, certainly the best one under six foot five. And then Chris Middleton, also a above average, I mean, very good defensive player. So I'd be very curious to see the strength of them. And those are also the two best offensive players from Milwaukee with no Giannis. How do Jalen and Jason do defensively against those two guys? So that part I'm, I'm very interested in seeing. Murph, what do you what are you uh, what what are you looking forward to this game? Who do you think is going to win? Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not too excited about this game. One one thing about these Christmas games is they usually have meaning, and then you know the way that the way the the rosters are right now, you can't really give them uh, too much meaning. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying in terms of you know the, what what this means for the winner or the loser and that kind of thing. Um, in terms of who wins, I th- I give the edge to Boston here because as of right now, Giannis isn't playing, and Boston has been playing a lot better. Uh, Doka's been doing you know doing a lot better. Um, he seems to have them moving in the right direction, playing more team basketball, playing good defense. So I like the way the Celtics are playing. Uh, and if Milwaukee doesn't have Giannis, and even if he comes back, and that's another thing with all these guys, if they come back, you know, how are they going to be, you know, just getting back from protocol? Even if they got back today, that's one day of practice. We saw yep. um, RJ uh, yesterday for the Knicks. You know, he couldn't even play. He was off protocol, but he couldn't play due to the conditioning. So that's yep. another thing we got to think about. Um, so I'm going to go Boston because their guy, they've been playing with the team they have for a while now. They're, they seem to be healthy, so I'm going to go with the healthy team. I'm with you on this. So I like Boston for this road ups, r- upset as well, just because they're healthier. They've been playing a little bit better uh, basketball. Brian, what do you think about this, this matchup? And uh, are you uh, Team Boston here, you know? We don't have our boy uh, Brad Stevens up in there coaching anymore. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you still might give him some love. I know they're healthier, but, like, it would be such a Boston thing to lose this. And I think that they are. I'm going to actually roll with the Bucks here. Uh, Drew Holiday has been playing well. And uh, as, and 
Honestly, I'm kind of going to be pulling for a Bucks victory just so we can see Joe Johnson at some point. I just want to see Joe Johnson play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's like for me when they played the Cavs the other day, I did not care about the result at all. I enjoy watching the Cavs a lot, but the Cavs I enjoy watching were not even healthy. And I just wanted to see Joe Johnson won. And I also wanted to see uh, Taco Fall start. He had 10 rebounds in 19 minutes, by the way. We should be talking about that more, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm going to roll with the Bucks here because Boston just has some of these. I'm not even going to act like it would be a weird loss or whatever because the Celtics aren't unbeatable. But they just have some of these games where like you would expect them to sort of rise to that occasion. And they haven't, uh, which then leads to larger questions about the fit between Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, which I guess we could address at another time. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Bucks here. Yeah, this is what we've come to. Getting excited about seeing Joe Johnson and Taco Fall. This is what, <laughs> this is what we've come to. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's good. Okay, I think the next game has a chance, I think, easily to be the best game of the day. Probably the most important game of the day as Golden State uh, going down to Phoenix to play the Suns. Uh, Suns six-point favorites here. Um, I'll start with you, Murph. Uh, what do you think about this? You think your boy CP3 is going to uh, pull, pull, things, pull things out here, show that great leadership on that Hall of Fame resume where we know that he's better than Allen Iverson? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> what, what, what do you think about this matchup, Murph? Well, it is you know relatively early in the season, so Chris Paul probably will come through. Oh, <laughs> see, 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 uh, see. You know, he's fresh. What I'm, I'm just saying, he's fresh. See, see. Knees are fresh. His back is fresh. His shoulders see, fresh. So he, he should be good to go uh, for for the Christmas game. Um, you know, so I could, you know, Booker's back. I could see them uh, taking care of business here. Like you said earlier, no pool, uh, no Wiggins. That That's going to be an issue. Uh, Steph probably will try to drop 50. And we'll see whether he's on or not. But yeah, I think you gotta go you gotta go with Phoenix here because they're the fuller team right now. Um and you know that you know, both of these teams, you know, it, it's it's a you know, so, like I said, the importance of these games is in question, but um, you know, this would this be a nice little win for for CP three, but you know, the, the real deal is gonna be what he can do uh much later in the season. There we uh, go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm hope I'm really hoping that this game. I'm really hoping that this game. I'm glad to see you give some respect to CP3 with a little bit of shade there, Murph. We we see what you did, but I'm hoping that this game is actually a really good game because it's build up third time that these teams are are meeting up here, and it's in the middle. It's in the middle of all the games, and I'm not sure about the next game we talk about. If that's going to be great at all, it might be a disaster. So come on, please, please, NBA gods, let this be good, uh, Gerard. How you feeling about this contest? You talked about this being the one of the most intriguing ones that you wanted to see. Uh, what do you think the keys are for if Golden State is going to get an upset here on the road? Well, the, the key for Golden State is going to be defensively, right? I mean, this team is still the number one adjusted defensive rating team in the NBA. Um, even they, they played last night against the the Minnesota. I'm sorry, the Memphis Grizzlies, my squad, um, and they played well. But there's some some turnovers that have been happening, uh, rearing their head with with Golden State and. With a team like Phoenix, who is number two in adjusted defensive rating or number three uh, in the in the NBA, that's going to turn into easy transition points. Uh, to Murph's point, the Suns are the healthier, more whole squad right now. Everybody who has been available beginning the season is here. Uh, Devin Booker looked good last night, and he's in a little bit of groove right now. Points just looking easier, and at three balls on, like he's just comfortable. And remember, Devin missed. Most of the first game, because he got hurt in the first half, and he didn't play in the second game. Yep. And while it's only game, it's like, you know, I mean, we're a third of the way through the season, so we're not early anymore. This game's going to matter, because I think Golden State and Phoenix are going to possibly end the season very close, possibly tied in record, right? And these games are going to matter in a tie break. So Phoenix wins this one. They go up 2-1 in the series with one more game at Golden State to end it to end the four-game series. So this is going to be an important one, and I think, Phoenix is going to want to get it. So I'm going to go with the Suns here at home. They're rolling. Uh, they're looking good. I like them to win big by double digits. There we mm -hmm. go. Team Chris Paul. I like it. Listen, All right. You know I love CP3, the point guard out here. There we do. Unlike some people on, this, on the show. Don't necessarily love <laughs> Very, very, very good player. Very good. <laughs> uh, Brian, how, how, do you, how do you see this game playing out? I'm going to roll with the Suns also, even though I – Kind of feel like it wouldn't shock me if the Warriors just have one of those games. Like, obviously, they're a team that's built to win on the road, even against a team like the Suns. Uh, they have role players who are really about it, as I like to say. And uh, Steph Curry is obviously liable to go off whenever the fuck he probably wants. 
save for, you know, certain defensive matchups. And I want to see, like, are they going to throw Mikhail Bridges on him for a certain amount of time and <clears throat> potentially, like, try to make him uncomfortable in a way that Matisse Thybulle did not that long ago. Uh, and if he's able to do that, right? Like, I think that's going to be something I'm going to be watching out for. DeAndre Ayton's been playing well lately. JaVale McGee has been very, very good in his role, like really yes. excelling in his role, but one of the best sort of role players in the league so far, I would say, like as far as guys who are only getting like 15, 18 minutes a game or so, he's been really excelling in that. And, you know, Devin Booker also like coming back, he's been very good so far um, ever since coming back from the injury. I'm going to roll with the Suns here, but like I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors sort of, uh, you know, stole this one per se. And I'm not even sure, like, I know Gerard said he's going to pick the Suns by double digits. That wouldn't shock me either, by the way. But in terms of how I'd want to bet this, I may be inclined to take the Warriors just to keep it close because I could see this being like a one-possession game down the stretch, which, by the way, I think that's what we would all be rooting for because Mm. if we're going to get a great game on Christmas, we would look to this one to being that one, that Mm -hmm. one great Mm -hmm. game. So I'm going to roll with the Suns, but I honestly expect this one to be to be the game of the night. And that's not really a hot take because uh, looking at the schedule, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, After yeah, this, yeah. it's start, it's going to start to get dark. Oh yeah. Okay. And Literally it, and figuratively. It will be yeah, dark. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, in this game, I don't, if I was betting it, I don't love the, I don't love the line. I don't love the spread here. I might want to stay away from it because of what Gerard said. And you said, I think it could be, you can see the Suns winning this big. And I could also see Golden State keeping it close. I'm hoping that it's close. I could see this being tighter than a six-point game, but we'll see. But see that, that, that's the weird thing, though, Dex, right? It could be a super dope game, and it could be tight two points with, I don't know, four minutes to go, five minutes to go, yeah. and, then and then the Suns run. do a spurt at the end, and then the mm-hmm. final victory, final more is, is 10. But you're like, oh, they got blown out. I was like, nah, it was a mad good game. It's just, you know, late. Right. The Suns that's- just did it. Yeah, and I can see that play like that, and I think that's what makes me nervous about betting on that game. But like, let's look. Let's just hope it's a good game because it's the only one any of us have faith in. We ain't got, no, we ain't got yeah. faith in anything else. Nobody nah, has faith chill. in anything else here. Well, are, are, are we are we waiting for uh, uh, Steph to to go into protocols? That could happen today or tomorrow. That, and, and that ain't that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, yeah. listen. We we talked about this on, on my show. Like when Steph broke the all time three point record Wednesday night, mm-hmm. he was here in the city. He went to catch downtown. Kevin Durant was there. Kevin Durant went to health and safety protocols two days later. I ain't saying. I'm just saying. No, but why would the league have Kevin Durant in protocol and not Steph Curry, though? Like that, what, you know? what, makes you, what makes you think Kevin Durant couldn't come back later today, too? Maybe he tested negative. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, although Steve Nash did just talk uh, to a few yes. weeks ago, and we're getting the Lakers Nets now, that Durant will join the team in L.A., but uh, – to maybe pay in the Clippers game. So it looks like he's still ruled out for the Lakers. So he, that means he still has to return two negative tests within 24 hours. So that means today and tomorrow morning. If he comes back negative two two times, then yeah, he'll play. Under James. promise, over deliver, Steve Nash. I like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you, see, you see what he's doing there. James Harden will play in that game. We'll get to that in a second. And then Mark Stein also just said that Luka Doncic will remain in the league's health and safety protocols and will not travel with Ooh, Dallas to Utah, okay. which means nobody will be watching that. Last game. <laughs> nah, so if you're, if you're a Utah fan, you probably watch, but you know. yeah, yeah, you yeah. watch, and you know that means Brian will be watching for sure. <laughs> All right, next game: Nets versus Lakers. This was supposed to be the game, guys. This was supposed to be the game everybody was hyped up for. When you saw it beginning, you're like, "Oh man, Nets versus Lakers! All the star power right there." Um, you know, we expected it to be a great game. Maybe we should have also expected that Anthony Davis would be here for this game and it had nothing Ouch. to do with COVID. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it is it is what it is. Okay, somebody, please, please tell me or why this game will be, what, 8 p.m. Eastern? Tell me why 8 o'clock Eastern I should not turn my TV to something else. Why I should just not do this. Tell me why I should be excited about this game. Please, I'm going to go to our special our resident Brooklyn slash Kevin Durant fan. That would be Gerard Gerard, <laughs> let the people know why they should tune into this game. I mean, James Harden's still playing. So is LeBron James. <laughs> so oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Excuse me. Can we see Brian's face? Brian, how are you, are you excited about this? <laughs> I mean, right. Those are, those, those, those are two, go. those are two marquee names. You still got, I mean, and Russell Ger- Westbrook Gerard's is also not still wrong, playing. Though, in his defense. Gerard's not wrong in his defense, though. All right. I mean, Russell Westbrook's also still playing. So that's another marquee name. Like, there's still marquee Carmelo guys Anthony, playing. You know? THT, too. Yeah. 
Chill. 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 Wow. I mean, you know, so listen, here's here's why I say you got to tune into it. If you are a Lakers fan or a LeBron fan and you think you're trying to get to a title this year or blah, 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 whatever, I would watch this game closely, not from a ultimately, you know, who wins and loses, but how do the Lakers come out and how do they play and compete in this game? So they look like how they look last night against the Spurs. I mean, I already think this, I mean, most reasonable basketball people know this team is in trouble and is not winning anything. But if they look bad again on Christmas night, yo, Laker fans, y'all, it, listen, <laughs> you, need, you need a miracle, okay? And I don't know what that miracle is. Anthony Davis coming back in a month. I don't know. And if you're, the, if you're a Nets fan, listen, be happy that your team, despite the heavy minutes for Durant, the protocol and all that, y'all still finding ways to win ball games, right? Like, they're still the number one record in the Eastern Conference, and they're playing decent defense. So the Nets, and I actually, if, if I was betting, I expect the Nets to win this game, to be perfectly honest. Like, Harden will be back. Like, they got Millsap. They got Patty Mills. Blake's been playing well. Like, and those old guys had a whole week off of, of basketball. So them, them legs are feeling nice because they had a week to recover. So, you know, the Nets should be able to win this one. Lakers have actually been favored pretty much all week. Although the line has been not much. It's been anywhere between half a point, as you can see right here, or one. Uh, Murph, I'm going to just give it to you, man. We know what you're going to do. Just just shit on the Lakers, man. Just shit on the Lakers. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't care. Yeah I, don't, yeah, I mean, the Lakers have no they, they have no business beating anybody, to tell you the truth. I mean, they, I mean, they're terrible. I was watching the game last night, and again, they get blown out by San Antonio, which was, you know, to me, it was predictable that they would lose that game. They were favored in that game also. Um, I mean, and what I was thinking watching that game was was uh, poor David Fisdale. I mean, <laughs> damn. I mean, you had to you had to watch this during your time at the Knicks. Then all of a sudden, uh, Vogel goes on protocol, and, you, and they, they they pick you to be the coach. And you got to watch this, and, and it's you who got to answer questions. And it's it's just sad, you know. Like what's up? What's up with Fisdale? He can't he can't catch a break. I mean, I mean the Lakers are just a disaster. I mean, Car Carmelo. I mean, um. Uh, LeBron James, you know, he's just not getting it done. He's sick. He just can't. I mean, he's getting it done, but he's just, he's, he's just not. I mean, he's an old, old guy now. It, it, it's, it's not as effective, right? Numbers. Yeah, old, it's, not, it's big, not as effective. Yeah. yeah, old, big body can still put up numbers, but he's he, he obviously can't take over games athletically or physically anymore. Um, so there's only so much he can do. That's the That's the real problem. Um, because we know he has the heart and, and he's a winner and he's a great leader, but there's only so much you can do. Um, and, and, and really just the makeup of that team is just, mm. I mean, they, they can't play defense. They're, they're, they're all team. In general. This is stuff we said, you know, we all said at the beginning of the season, it was predictable. Um, so I don't think there's really any hope for the, for Lakers Damn. or their fans. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to Yo, say that. I think I, I would pick the Nets even if Harden weren't playing. <laughs> I, I think David Duke and, and Kessler would go off on them. And they're, and they're in protocol. So, uh, I don't know what to think. <laughs> yo, yo, listen. Think about this if you're a Lakers fan. A lineup of LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, um, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Carmelo Anthony, right, and, and, and uh, THT. You are, <laughs> you are so, pardon my language, and I'm not gonna you're so effed defensively. You can't do anything with that. Like, you can't switch, right, because of Melo and IT, right? LeBron can't, you know, crank it up like that for 40-something minutes. Like, you, this, this team is atrocious defensively. Listen, the Lakers got an Anthony Davis problem, okay? That's their problem because that dude, we thought he, when he came into this league, who did we think he was going to be? The talk was this is somebody who could potentially be a DPOI and future MVP, right? We thought we thought he could be Giannis, right? He ain't he that. A couple years. He ain't that. Yeah, he's not. They got they got a problem. All right, so <laughs> so Murph, you, you were definitely taking the Nets. <laughs> Gerard is definitely taking the Nets. Brian, we know how much you love the Nets. Um, <laughs> so uh, just come on, keep keep it rolling, man. Take take the Nets too. Not to bring the Miami Heat into this, but <laughs> what? What? there's a point I'm going to make about the Lakers roster construction and how the Heat sort of deferred from what they did and why the Lakers should have took the Heat blueprint. 
I'm serious. This is going to be culture, huh? Right, here we go. Hashtag heat culture, baby. This is going to be. See, y'all do this, but this is going to be. Y'all do this. No, 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 no. You do this. You do this. No, 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 no. Follow the heat. Follow the heat. I'm talking about the reaction shit, but no. What I'm saying is like, yo, look. We're reacting to what you do, right? Exactly. But like, yo, this is about the Lakers roster construction. Yeah, and they, they have too many but veterans. It's about the heat. Okay. They have too many veterans. And where the Heat and the Lakers were building sort of their teams out in a similar way, the Heat actually kept and added a few young guys, which the Lakers don't have. So what you're seeing in the stretch is that guys are out, Jimmy Butler, Bam, et cetera, et cetera. And their young guys are coming through, and the Lakers don't have that. Because the older dudes that, they, that they're relying on, one, they're not even that good at this stage. But two, there's not like a level that they're going to rise to necessarily and this be part of their development. They kind of are what they are. So there's like a hard ceiling on what I think they can be, you know, in different ways. With, without Anthony Davis, this is what it's going to be. Without this person, if LeBron is there and just this group and you have no center, this is what it's going to be. Like they've kind of fucked themselves with their roster construction. And... I don't know what their answers are. I think that they can beat the Nets, but I'm not going to bet on them. I'm probably just going to bet on the Nets here because I feel more comfortable about them winning. And I think that we're going to, like, the Lakers will probably have some sort of winning streak along the way and get to, I don't know, 44, 45 wins, but it's not going to look good. It's not going to be good. And they're probably going to be like a mid-tier Western Conference team, maybe even just fall into the play in and they're not going to have the season that their fans thought. And I think... It's going to suck, one, because, you know, LeBron's at the end here and all those guys are at the end. So it's like you would think theoretically this is their chance. But two, it's also going to be mad entertaining because Laker fans are some obnoxious motherfuckers, like a lot. (laughs) And like uh, they're going to be they live and die with this shit. Like they wanted to kill uh, Taylor Horton Tucker after he had a terrible game. And I ain't going to lie to you. Like uh, I ain't going to say I was with them on that because that's a little too far. But I was kind of pissed at them too because I picked them up for fantasy because <laughs> all my injury spots are taken up. With me, folks, you wanted to spit in his face and fight. No, <laughs> that's exactly what it means. That's here, here's the thing. You can mean I think Brian makes some good breaks, great points about the roster construction, which is why I think I texted you guys this other day. How's Rob Palenka not gotten more heat for this? No pun intended, but Brian being up the heat. So how has he gotten not? Had no, but that's the reference point. That's the reference point, right? Like they they had the same situation where they had mad veteran minimum slots, weren't going to go over the luxury tax, whatever. Carnival Cruise Line man, uh, Mickey Harrison is not trying to spend that much. So it's like, all right, instead of getting a whole bunch of older dudes, Max Struess, you know what I'm saying? O'Meara here at seven, Gabe Vincent, and they're coming through. The Lakers don't have any of that. They had, yeah. what, you, Austin you, Reeves? You, you know why? You know why? Because GM LeBron James constructed this roster. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> Well, there you go. So it sounds like all of us, we're not that excited about this. And everybody is team. I can see the Nets getting this win. Because, look, if the Nets this is where this is as where defeated I... as they are, and they come off, as Murph mentioned, the loss to the Spurs, where they got their ass handed to them, yo, it's kind of a low dark point for the Lakers here. It, it's, it's the, yo, point. they, the playing, the, look, playing is, I, they're not making the playoffs. I don't think they're a solid playoff team. What have no. you seen in 30-something games tells you this is a solid playoff team? Nothing. Look at the rest of the West. That, see, that's, that, that, that's the only thing that was... As bad as they look, they're in the sixth spot now. That's and how, they, that's how bad they, the rest of the West is. And they're terrible. <laughs> they are terrible. They are terrible. Yeah, also, also, that's what, that's also what it terrible. is. They played, I believe, the easiest schedule the in the league. Easiest schedule in the league. That's like what, that, that's what it is. It's like the West, the the East is more difficult, I think, to navigate. Yeah. The West it is a, for sure. The West is a clear top three. There's a clear mm-hmm. top three mm-hmm. and then a significant drop off to from mm-hmm. three to four on down, right? And like I think that's sort of in the Lakers' favor because, look, at the end of the day, they do have LeBron. You expect them to figure it out to some degree. You're just not expecting it at this point to be better than like a 4-5 seed maybe. And if they get it that far, it's a testament to the Western Conference. And also, let's remember, like, hard to predict how health is going to impact all of this too. The Lakers have played a lot of basketball. The Heat are dealing with some injuries. Lakers are starting to deal with some of those injuries that, you know, a lot of basketball played in the last two years that may catch up to them. Mm-hmm. And again, they're older. So those soft tissue injuries, like we have to start looking at that, that like, come January, February also. And, yeah. and let me just say, for the, yes. let me just say on the record, I do not expect the Lakers to figure it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, a lot of, I hear a lot of people saying that, you know, they'll figure it out, they'll get a little better, LeBron will figure it out. 
I, I don't expect that <laughs> at all. I think I think it's a shit show, and this is it's what they created. You know, it's what Palinka and LeBron created, um, and and they're gonna have to live with this. They didn't have to. You know, you can sign veterans. You they they signed the wrong veterans. You know, they signed they yeah, signed yeah. older veterans. They signed veterans who can't play any defense. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. They weren't they weren't constructing a team. It's like they were constructing a fantasy team. Trevor Ariza yeah. and Malik Monk were supposed to be key players for them. I'm sorry, Kendrick, Trevor Ariza Kendrick and Kendrick Nunn. Excuse me, yeah, were supposed no, to be key yeah. players. Nunn and Ariza have played zero games. So. And Ariza. I mean, he's been washed. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, right. when, when was the last time Ariza, you know, it was when he was in Houston uh, playing great defense on KD. But ever, ever since then. Chill. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that was the most I ever saw KD struggle, really. Uh, was that, Ariza, was, he, he, Ariza was decent in Portland a couple years ago. And he had decent moments in Miami like, last year. But he's not. Moments. Like, yo, moments. they should have. <laughs> like, moments. Like, <laughs> like, but to, to Murph's point about getting the right veterans, like, yes, I think they should have signed, like, James Ennis instead of maybe you can resign Caruso, you'd have been better off. What the hell? Oh, that see, that's I the mean, one, Gerard. That's the one where I'm like, see, the if they would have stayed pet, they would have been better. They would have been fine. They would have been able to. They would at least uh, see. I could guard. They could guard people at least. I love. I love made see, the moves just to make the moves, see, and they didn't and, necessarily need that. And, and not to not to like totally derail this, but I do love what Chicago did in the offseason because they were like, "You don't want Caruso, Psh, we'll take him. You don't want Lonzo, Psh, we'll take him. You don't want DeRozan, Psh, we'll take him." Now look, you know what? Bulls, I mean? Bulls are good, man. Like they are uh, good. They're good. All right, let's. Let's get to this last game. Let's talk about this really quickly because this. You know, oh, this is where I start playing Battlefield, Dex. This is really, you know, this is where I, I start I, playing I Battlefield. Why? Look at the line <laughs> in this game. Uh, Jazz Mavericks. Jazz hosting the Mavericks. Oh, God. By 12 and a half. These are odds we have via FanDuel. And I just told you guys about how Luka Doncic will not be traveling with the team which means he will not clear health and safety pro- protocols. There will be no Luka magic. There will be no Luka return, which in my opinion means there is absolutely no hope for the Mavericks. So there's only one question to ask here. Will you guys be watching this? Or, Gerard, will you be passed out for the last game like your dog Hazel was last year? <laughs> she looked like she had too much wine. That, I'm not saying that you gave her wine. but you oh, Yeah, chill, chill. I don't need Peter yeah. coming over here asking yeah, me no questions. Stop abusing the dogs, man. <laughs> See, there you go. Dogs. I don't need no problems. <laughs> yo, yo and, and, where you, and around where Gerard lives, there will be a lot of people looking to get you for that. Let's just put it like that. I'm looking to get you for that. We'll just, yeah. we'll that. We'll that. They'll, they'll, they'll lock you up. You do two years. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're wildin', they're wildin' over here, man. Uh, it's, it's serious in these streets. Uh, yeah, uh, m- much like Hazel, I will be probably passed out, <laughs> like just like she will. Look, the, the the Jazz can just end this quickly, right? Just go do what they do. Uh, the Jazz are, by the way, number one in the league in adjusted net rating right now. They are back to beating the hell out of teams supposed to beat the hell out of, and I see nothing changing. Uh, Christmas night. Look, the only thing if you're a Dallas fan that you can look forward to is maybe KP might go off, maybe. But, you know, probably not because he got Rudy on the other end. But this 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 should be no contest. Utah should win this easily by 20-plus. And remember, right. KP has to play. You know, he hasn't played. He didn't play last <laughs> well, night. Talk about, talk about fantasy teams. I got him on a fantasy team. You know, I don't know when he played, when he's playing, or when he's not playing. So, um, yeah, that, there's that, too. They could easily be playing without both uh, Luka and KP. And I, I watched that last night. And it didn't turn out well. And they got no Tim Hardaway Jr. either, too. So this team is nope. they got they got problems. They got problems, man. M- Murph, you're not uh you're not staying up to uh watch this the way you watched your wife wrap those presents? N- probably not. I'll probably be laid out after some uh, <laughs> egg spiked eggnog and uh cocaine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, what, what can I do? You know, I'm, 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 I'm getting old. I'm an old man. I can, there's only so long I can stay up. Right, listen, listen, I understand. You gotta choose how you uh Spend your time. Sounds like watching uh, the wife wrap gifts is more interesting in this game. <laughs> Brian, uh, will you be watching this game? Because we know how much you love the Utah Jazz. You just heard Gerard talk about how much better they are getting in terms of dominating teams. Your boy Rudy Gobert, uh, the Stifle Tower, going to be stopping KP. That that matchup should get the juices flowing. should excite you, man. He might actually be stopping Moses Brown instead if KP doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look, this is probably like if I'm not playing Battlefield by the time Nets and Lakers is on, I'm definitely going to be playing it at this point. Um, it, look, if Luca was healthy, yeah, I'd watch. 
if, if I knew KP was going to be healthy, I'd watch just to see it. I would still expect Utah to win. I will say this. Utah does have some weird, weird home losses this year. Uh, as I was looking through this the other day and pulling it back up, they have one to the Indiana Pacers by 11. They have another to the Pelicans by one where mm-hmm. they only scored 97 points. And they have a couple last week, one to the Spurs and one to the Wizards. So, like, they just, you know, every once in a while, like, they have that in them. I don't think it's going to come on Christmas, though. So I'm <laughs> going to be uh, – I'm going to – you know, if you want to take that Jazz minus 12 and a half, I don't begrudge you because – I like that. I the like Ma- that. The Mavs are also, like – when Luca's not – even when Luca's there, they can be tough to watch sometimes because of how just sort of, like, ISO heavy they can be and just – not very I don't like love their chemistry to this point they have their moments but like I I thought that it was going to be a little bit smoother but stupid me they have Jason Kidd coaching and you know with Utah they've been very healthy very healthy this year and they've been very good so far in a regular season so um Hopefully, I get good at Battlefield during this game though because I suck right now I'll tell you what nope don't care to watch this game, but I do like that minus 12 and a half for the Jazz. I would dang that. I would absolutely dang that if I was betting betting uh, on that game. Whatever game. Rudy Gobert's plus rebounds, you know, parlay shit is. Take that. Yeah, Take I, the over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as, an, as an aside, before we, we move on, I'm looking at the, you know, the NBA as a whole. We're talking about the Western Conference. Being weak. They definitely have the three best teams in the league, right? You got – uh, Gold State, Phoenix, and Utah. Those are really the three best teams in the league right now. And you can look at point differential. Can do you know who 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 the leader in point differential is in the East? Utah Jazz. I mean, sorry, the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers. Yep. Yeah, it's Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland's nice. Cleveland, and that's a good segue because I, well, I, I we'll, we'll get to them in our in our well, next. A lot of the I will say this, like some of this is also distorted now because like the roster stuff. Like I kind of want to like look at all this and like march and see where we are because honestly. I think I don't even know what to make of a lot of this shit that we're seeing because, like, there, are, there I know some deep cut dudes, right? I pay attention to the G League. I watch international basketball. I watch not as much as Murph, but I watch college basketball, mid major shit. There are motherfuckers popping up that shit. I've never heard of. Okay? <laughs> there, there's a dude in the Orlando Magic right now. I think it's uh, is Ginger a bad like? Or have we? We canceled that word or whatever. Probably. We say ginger for a redhead. Why is that? I mean, what? No, because I don't know where we. I don't know where the line is anymore. So All right, just call him redhead. Whatever. Redhead, ginger, dude, whatever. I'll call them both. I thought it was Nico Mannion, and it's not. I thought that was him also. I can't pronounce his name. But I saw a pop, they called him and like four other people up. Admiral Schofield, shout out to you, still getting them checks. They called up four people up before they played the Heat last week, and they're still out there because they're all banged up and shit. And I saw this dude play. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know they signed Nico Mannion. And, like, the third quarter, I was like, wait, what's his name? Because it, it, it took a minute Yo, to, like, figure why, it out. Why, why are you trying to say all these redheads look alike, man? <laughs> he looks no, like the, Nico Mannion. The, the, <laughs> the best was that meme that was going around the other day about uh, what the NBA is going to look like. It had Wade and uh, Common. <laughs> and Common from that for, for the basketball movie. I was dying. <laughs> so, what was that, Just Right? Just, just Right, yeah. exactly. Oh, my God. Just Right. Uh, that is about to be the NBA. <laughs> it's true. All right, real quick, we got to we gotta run through this because Murph's got to get up out of here. But um, we're going to do this little segment. Uh, I, saw, I heard uh, – why am I blanking here? Gerard True. talked about mm-hmm. this on True Hoop uh, early this week. They gave gifts to different NBA teams, and some teams need a gift. I still would love to hear what Murph would gift the Lakers. That would probably <laughs> be pretty interesting. Um, they need a lot. Uh, what gifts would you guys give to NBA teams? Murph, I'll start with you. Uh, what what teams would you give some uh, gifts gifts to that can help them this season or beyond? Well, I was going to give gifts to the to those to those teams playing on Christmas Day, and uh, like I said, I'll start with the Lakers. I would give, I would give gift the Lakers a, a real general manager, a real <laughs> president of operation, <laughs> one who will who will, you know who will would not listen to your to your best player and do everything he you know he wants you to do, and would really just make uh, pure basketball decisions. And not treat it like a fantasy team. That that's what I would do because you need someone. You know, you need a real critical uh, basketball thinker in there, and I don't think they have that. And until they do have that, you know, they're going to be a disappointment. And then to the Knicks, I would gift them Zion Williamson, hurt and all. <laughs> um, you know, they it's obvious the Knicks need they need a lot of help, and it really starts with with uh, a number one, you know, a high level 
uh, player to, to be their best player. We know that we see that Randall is not that. Uh, we can move on from that pipe dream. You know, even I fell for it a little bit last year, the way he was playing, but he's not he's not that, obviously. So, you know, I would give them Zion, Zion Williamson. I know people are like, oh, you know, he, you know, he's he's hurt um, all the time. At least when, when he's on the court, he's not brittle. Okay, there are, there are guys when, when they're healthy or so-called healthy and they go into the season and you still worry about whether they're going to make it through a game. You know, uh, you know, game, you, about? you know, <laughs> about AD, KP, you know, guys, like, guys like that. that now that's injury prone. Like when you have to worry game by game whether they're going to play because whatever injury they're going to come with. At least we saw Zion made it through a whole season last year. He's had some offseason injuries. Maybe he should take the season off, you know, for his own health. Um, even though New Orleans, you know, they probably they, playing they, well, they, they can make well. play in, you know, if, yeah, if, especially well. especially if he came back healthy. So, but I mean, th- that's what the Knicks need. They need they need a, a gift from God, and I think it would be Zion. Okay, <laughs> a gift from God, Zion. I like I like the religious <laughs> all in there. It's pretty good. good um, Brian, why why even waste time? What are you gifting? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <are you> <laughs> like, just 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 tell us like. Don't spend, don't waste our time, man. Just give gifts to freaking Miami Heat. Let's go. No, I'm not gonna give a gift to the Heat uh, because that yes, will be too. You know that'll be is. too predictable. That'll be too predictable. Um, I will give uh the. I'm gonna go the transaction route for the first one of these. I'm gonna give the Nuggets to Jonte Murray just because I want to mm. see it. I want to see how that looks. I talked about this in our in our group text uh, last week, but the Nuggets have picks. They have. Bowl, bowl. They have contracts that they could sort of assemble in a way that it's kind of difficult. And I don't think the Spurs should trade DeJounte Murray, to be clear. But there are a couple guys where I'm like, yo, try anything to get him if he could be available. And like DeJounte Murray on the Nuggets would make a lot of sense to me, especially if you're able to keep your guys together. Because then when Jamal Murray comes back, if it's this season, probably will be but late. And Michael Porter Jr., we don't know. That's something that could still work. If you have DeJounte Murray, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., uh, Aaron Gordon, and Nikola Jokic, I think that's a championship level starting five. And then from there, we'll see. Um, so that's the first gift. The second one, honestly, just good health to all these teams going forward. Like, that's really the main thing. Like, I want to see teams healthy. I want to see guys healthy. I'm really hoping that while this variant, uh, Omicron, Decepticon, as I call it, uh, is not very deadly, um specifically if you're vaccinated uh slash boosted um you know we still don't know long-term effects of of what covid can do like we're still unclear of that um there are some people who deal with it differently a lot of people are getting it and sort of getting over it but there are some cases like asia there you know what i'm saying we talked about Rykel armstead where this is stopping halting careers and these are athletes so imagine just regular people right so I'm hoping that this doesn't really affect the league in that way and that guys are able to come back healthy. Um, though I will say, like, I am enjoying seeing Isaiah Thomas and Lance Stevenson and Damian Dotson and, you know, guys getting opportunities. James Ennis, who we talk about, who's now in the Nets, Langston Galloway. Um, a lot of guys getting opportunities that wouldn't have. And I think that's cool. And I hope that Joe Johnson also. And I hope that they're able to take advantage of it. So, yeah, I, I wish... I wish good health uh, for NBA teams just in general. Also, uh, we could have some good, healthy basketball. But seeing as how we're not halfway through the season, I don't know if that wish will be able to be granted. So I'll, I'll, I'll knock, I'll knock on wood and cross my fingers for that. Oh, Dex, can't hear you. Yeah. Sorry, oh. guys. I was leaving <laughs> there. What are, you, what are you? What are you giving the teams, Gerard? Uh, I mean, one in each conference: Cleveland Cavaliers in the East. Um, I want to give them an all-star caliber wing who can create his own shot, give you twenty points, and can play good defense on this team right now. Because I think if that team currently, if you added that caliber wing to them, yo, they're already, I think, a solid playoff team. They might could win a round and maybe another round, right? Like that that's how good they play defensively. I'm really enjoying watching these young Cavs team. And while the injury to Colin Sexton was unfortunate, Darius Garland has shown that he can be a a, a point guard and Evan Mobley, you know, it, it's very rare for a rookie to be a net positive impact on a team. He is a positive point three point seven estimated plus minus, which is phenomenal. Uh so shout outs to Evan Mobley and the Cavaliers. I want to piggyback on Brian's Nuggets thing, and I kind of want to do a little bit of a time machine, a little bit of health thing. 
Mm. I, I love it if they could decide as an organization we're punting on this season, right? Because Ooh, they went the other they, way. Yeah, because they they advanced far. They they went to the conference finals two years ago in the bubble, and that messed up season. And they played a ton of basketball. Jokic played uh, all regular season, and they got to the second round last year. That dude's gassed, even though he yeah. might win a second MVP. Get get give them punt this season so he can rest. Mm-hmm. Wish health on Michael Porter Jr. Maybe that trade could happen with Dejounte Murray, but I truly think a big three of Jokic, MPJ, and Jamal Murray. To Brian's point, that is a title worthy championship big three. Like they are, that is good enough. Yes, I would put them against the Warriors, the Suns, anybody. Um, so I love to see that for Denver. Uh, but you know, teams don't like to do that. They gotta, yeah. you know, competitive balance. Blah blah blah. All I like that stuff. point though, Gerard. Like just to piggyback off that because, like, remember they like I talked about the Heat and Lakers having seven weeks between the bubble championship mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. last season mm-hmm. starting and then like cramming this mm-hmm. all in like. The Nuggets and Celtics, by the yeah. way, only had nine weeks exactly because they were all the way into the conference finals. And then the Nuggets even won around last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do fear about that because Jokic has played a lot of basketball. He didn't a even lot. want to play in the Olympics because he was tired. Uh, but mm-hmm. like or, or Olympic qualifiers, rather, because they didn't even qualify for the Olympics. But like he, you got to worry, like soft tissue stuff, COVID, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like and Jokic is not he doesn't miss games. Right. No. So. That happens, and at some point, you're going to miss games because I've changed the way I look at injuries entirely. I used to be like, yo, this guy's hurt. I mean, this guy's not, this guy's injury prone, whatever the case may be. Now, when I look at guys who haven't been hurt, I'm like, it's coming at some point. Yeah. Even with Bam this year. That's Bam's another thing. guy. Played a lot of basketball, Olympics, all this shit, soft tissue. I had, to, bring it, I had to mention a heat player. But, you, but, but you, you have to look at this that way, right? Like, we have to evolve the way we think about injuries. Like, just because a guy's hurt. Now, yes, there are some people who are injury prone. But when you get those soft tissue injuries, that's not because you're injury prone, man. That's because of too much wear and tear and use. Like every sports scientist who is worth their salt will tell you the maximum efforts an NBA player should give over a seven-day span, which is a week, is two. That's it. Mm. Two. To ensure optimal performance each and every time. We know they do way more than two times in seven days. Right? right. And that's, that's not good. Right. My gifts... I'm giving. It's funny because the first gift I'm gonna give. It's kind of to a team, but it's really to a player. Let's look, look, let's just be blunt here. I'm giving a gift to Kyrie Irving. You got <laughs> options, bro. You got options. Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> take one. Just take one, and let's get this over with and keep it moving, so the Nets fans can be happy. We don't have to deal with the BS anymore. You got the gift. They're giving it for free. <laughs> we ain't got to wrap it. We got to do nothing. Just take the gift and let's keep it going. Nets fans want this. Brian's talking about health and safety. We're talking about all this other stuff. Let's do that. That's for the Nets. My second gift. I'm with Murph. I like Murph's gift. Giving it to, to the Knicks. Getting Zion Williamson. I think Christmas would have come early for a lot of Knicks fans. But I'm not even going to go that far with the transaction for the Knicks. Here's what I want. Tom Thibodeau. Give you the gift playing the young guys. Let's see what we got. Let's play a little bit of Obi Toppin. See how he's developing. Brian talked about those on and off numbers. We see those looking good. Quentin Grimes is looking good when he came in and showed. Yeah. Miles McBride, when these guys got the opportunities, they've stayed ready, and they look like they're your kind of players. Tom Thibodeau. So, let's play it. The Knicks have been disappointed this season. I know this is a Knicks fan. Murph makes a great point. Randall isn't who some people thought they were. I never thought he was a number one. I still think he's probably good as like a three on a really good team, and that's fine. But let's see what you got with some of these young guys. Develop them. Maybe trade some pieces. But if you're the Knicks, what do you got to lose? Develop these young guys. There's nothing wrong with that. Give the gift of playing the young guys. We'll see if Tom Thibodeau does that. And Kyrie, man, take that vaccine. Come on. Yo, Kyrie Wallen, man. Like, he he really on that, like, it's like dog. Like, come on. Like, the idea, like, I don't want to be a distraction, Mervyn. I heard you say this on on the show earlier the week. Just you being you is inherently a distraction. Right? Like, just your existence is just a distraction. Right? So, like. Always always been a distraction. (laughs) Right? So, my guy, like, just do the thing because it, it, it's just, because you know what's going to happen, right? We're going to get through this and I'll be like. Over the next three games, Kyrie Irving will be in the lineup because he's uh, because it's a road game. And the minute they come home and they lose, oh, it's, it, you know this is coming. Like, again, why are you adding things that we know are already going to be problematic to a season? It's just the NBA. Problems just exist because they do. 
Like, why are you adding shit unnecessarily? Come on, my guy. Be better. I don't think we all have any answer to this. All right. We've about run out of time here. Uh, really great show, guys. Appreciate everybody coming on. Thank I said Thanksgiving. I'm trying to go back in time. <laughs> Christmas Eve here. Hopefully everybody's enjoying it. Hopefully people still have some gifts to wrap. You know, Murph and I don't because we don't do that. Uh, Brian, if you still have some gifts to wrap or Gerard, please in, enjoy that. I want to wish all of y'all um, a healthy, uh, happy, and safe Christmas. This is the final show that we're going to be doing uh, for 2021 because, you know, we're going to be eating and drinking a lot. Exactly, gotta man. We got to chill out. Got to rest up. Got to take care of our bodies uh, as well, too. Um, so, you know, guys, thank y'all for joining me. I appreciate all of y'all for being on the show. Thank you, uh, sir. Help, and helping out. Um, and hopefully everybody gets what, you know, what they want um, this Christmas. And we actually get to see some good NBA games. Um, if these now. If we're looking at this later today and people are coming in and we see KD will be playing and uh, Kyrie <laughs> might be playing and some other guys, you know, some teams might have got gifts that they didn't think they were going to get. <laughs> but uh, we will see. But uh, guys, appreciate y'all. Merry Christmas to everybody out there um, watching, listening, um, supporting. We encourage you to keep supporting all of us. Support Brian with the work he does uh, with FanDuel. Also, he's been doing with the Basketball News. Please support Gerard uh, with the 7-Footers Podcast. You see him here on this show with me. Also, True Hoop. Uh, support Murph with the Bros Pod as well, too. Um, and up next is other great podcast that he does as well, too. Uh, appreciate all you guys. But until next time, we'll see you guys on the NBA Exchange, where hopefully we'll be talking about some more basketball and not watching players like Joe Johnson and other guys <laughs> in 2022. Until next time, everybody. Peace. Merry Christmas.